Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today we have Danielle Levy, and I'm really excited to have her on the show. She's a fractional COO and a CEO a strategist, and I can't wait to dive deep with her and hear about her successes and uh, what she's up to today. So Danielle, welcome to the show. Tell us about yourself. Yes, thank you for for having me. Um, if it's okay, I'll I'll take a second to just give the abridged version of my origin story because I think it would be um, helpful to your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I came up. Um, I had an incredible career. I live in um, Massachusetts, United States, um, and I had an incredible career in some of the best consulting companies and digital communications, um, and did that for fifteen years or so. Completely burnt myself out. Went to graduate school to find myself burnt myself out even further, and then took a happenstance risk to celebrate a really special milestone birthday. Um, And it was like the universe was telling me, you're not supposed to celebrate this birthday. I was supposed to go on a trip with this friend or a trip with that friend or do you want to go on this adventure? And um, everything just fell apart with every opportunity that I had. And I ended up going on like a six day retreat. Um, for me, it was just about celebrating my birthday. What I didn't know was some of the biggest influencers and coaches and most um, influential um, female CEOs that I had ever met would be on that event with me. Now, had I known that, I probably wouldn't have gone, but there I was just to celebrate my birthday. And so I always sort of tell people that about myself because as um, someone that often doesn't play big enough or um, thinks if I work hard enough or... Um, can have imposter syndrome or all of those things. It took me taking, getting over, you know, my own edge and um, putting myself in a really uncomfortable spot to do something really fun, to have the biggest breakthrough in my career. Wow. Um, that is why, that is how I got here today because I went to celebrate my birthday. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. And burnout is real. I mean, it's the predictable oh, it's real. for any woman in these days. Cause you know, being the mom, the wife, even if you're not a mom or wife being the CEO and just managing your life. I mean, it, it's really uh, intense and I'm not sure that we're built for it, to be honest. Um, I listen, I'm extremely capable. Wonder woman has been my nickname for as long as I can remember. And I used to think it was a compliment and I don't anymore. Uh, so there's just a lot to unpack here um, because there's almost like we have to give ourselves permission not to overachieve. And uh, you mentioned burnout, I think three times. Uh, <laughs> and that that's a lot so um a lot of the women listening uh, are feeling it and it's hard to get yourself out of it so what happens like when you when you realized you're like this is you just felt terrible you just felt like rock bottom just no energy what was it that kind of had you realize you were burned out yeah I mean as someone and I've talked to you about this before like I'm a self-proclaimed workaholic and when people talk about like oh I go for a run or I go to the gym or I have knitting hobby or whatever they do like I work and that's what I love um and when it literally gets to like 
a physical breakdown of like, I can't even see my sc screen straight anymore. Or I'm the voice in my head when I'm talking to my child about like the five emails that I have to return. And I'm not even really like, there's just a lot of signs of it. Like, yeah. um, I remember at one point, like my cat wouldn't sit next to me because I think the energy, like I was just sent wound so tight that the cat was like, Ooh, who is this lady? Right. Um, yeah. Burnout's a real thing. Yeah. I love the cat analogy. That was a good, <laughs> Oh, true story. I know, but dogs and cats are, animals are so sensitive. I mean, they know they, they pick it up right away. Um, how old are your kids? Uh, 14 and 17. Okay. I'm a 17 year old too. So um, this is a whole different level of uh, connection that we're having right now with them. And it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. It is exciting, but it also, I feel like I hear that clock, you know, you know, they, everyone, everyone says the fictitious, everyone says that it goes by really fast, but now, you know, like, you know, my husband was saying like, this is our last first day of school as a family ever. Yeah. And that those kinds of things, when I'm worried about like, did I return that email? Is that client waiting? What's going on in my Slack? Like, like really, like, how do you quiet that down and get to a place that's really productive and um, healthy for everyone around you? And yeah. Well, that presence, you know, that's, that's the key thing. And it's so hard to be present when you're being pulled in a million directions. Yeah. So we talked briefly um, about, about how we have to put this masculine shield on in a way in order to achieve, in order to, especially, you know, compete in the space of, you know, CEO of performance. Um, yet at the same time, we need to be feminine, to be our wife, to be a wife and to be a mom. And um, there's a price. So that price we've identified is definitely burnout, but there's more than that. Sometimes relationships get completely destroyed. Your health can be completely destroyed. I mean, you seem healthy. So that's, that's a plus. looks like you were able to catch it before it went too far. Yeah. Um, so do you think it's necessary? Do you think that the only way to achieve is by, you know, becoming a workaholic or, um, you know, the grit that you were talking about? I think, um, I do think it's necessary to an extent. I don't think that it should be a lifetime of if I just do this next thing, if I just do this next thing. At a certain point, it becomes bad habits that need to be broken. Mm. Um, but I am, you know, I'm coming from the perspective of um, being a primary breadwinner, having two kids, having a full-time job. Yeah. Pivoting to working for myself without being able to give up that salary, going to graduate school while I'm still trying, you know, to pay the bill. So like there was always like a dual life that I was living. Right. And so I think my foot always had to be on the pedal um, to can and to really grind through, like just get through this class or, you know, this is a key strategic client, you know, like and I'm really happy where that has gotten to me. But at the same time, I, I need to pause sometimes and think about like what was it all those years that I was working for? And am I there? And there's always going to be that drive to get to the next thing. And I think that's where it becomes unhealthy. Like, mm -hmm. do you just focus in because this really is a once in a lifetime or have we created, you know, some really bad habits that are very, very damaging to ourselves and our relationships and um, our lives? Yeah. I love the way you framed that because it's absolutely what I've noticed in my clients and even in myself, there's like this um, ad addictive pattern and addiction may be too strong of a word. It's more like just a habit that you, but your nervous system is actually attuned to it. And then your nervous system gets altered in a way. It's like, it just keeps like your cells have a homeostasis, right? If we've been 30 or 40 pounds overweight, your cells are going to kind of, you know, have their stop point there and they're going to maintain it. 
Whereas if you lose the weight, let's say you lose the 40 pounds, it's going to take a while to reset that, that homeostasis in your cells. It'll take maybe six months before your cells will be like, okay, this is my new weight and it'll hold it there. Um, and the same thing I think is for the nervous system. And we don't learn a lot about the nervous system. I don't know if you know anything about it, but like I've been studying it for years. And it's so fascinating. Like how do you condition the nervous system, tonify it? How do you keep it in good shape? Because once something's wrong with your nervous system, I mean, you're screwed pretty much. ALS, MS, they're just like, oh, sorry. You know, <laughs> there's some medication, but there's really no management for it. And what, what you're describing, I believe, and what I've seen is really something that in your nervous system, it's like you crave it, you want it, and you, you're accustomed to it. So you just keep taking it in and creating it for yourself. I don't know if you're familiar with the book, um, The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Not yet. Um, not yet. Is that what you said? I haven't read it, but I've heard, I've heard of it. Oh, it is. I, I, I love it. Um, and I don't know that I, I could do that, but one of the things that she talks about in the book is the hum. And she talks very specifically about when she's in a writing groove, she knows that there's this hum that happens. And I have been very aware of my hum. And when I'm working productively, when I'm working unproductively and what that means for me and my business, mm -hmm. um, really being aware of those gears and what the the feeling is and the flow without being able to see it, you just somehow feel it. Um, and I think being very present to that has really changed how I show up um, for my team and my businesses and my clients. Love that, beautiful, so beautiful. My daughter's 17, she just left home. And it was really about three weeks after she left that I had this kind of like physical withdrawal of her presence and me holding space energetically for her. And then there was this like, oh, I've been in fifth gear for 17 years yeah. as primary breadwinner, you know, single mom. And it's really, um, it was really, an, it's really eye opening. I can't say that I'm like on the other side of it yet. I'm still kind of just like, <laughs> what's going on this is new yes um, who am I now uh, you know and so it's just it's a lot of space has opened up but it's a really interesting uh, space to come into yeah um and I'm I'm heading into that space and I you know don't want to wish this time away but I'm also really excited to be in that space to have wonderful kids and a lot more maturity and self-awareness and um the resources to go do all the things that um, I was too busy working in my 20s and my 30s to take advantage of, or I didn't have the awareness that I should have been taking care, taking advantage of them. So yeah, definitely looking with a little bit of a selfish eye too. Yeah. Well, I'm really curious about this party that you went to with these influencers. Like what, 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 what party was that? What, it was just like, was it an event? Was it like a retreat? What was it? Yeah. So um, it was not a, um, it was a women's summer camp. So it wasn't a party. Um, there were party components to it, but it was, it was, it sounds a little cultish. I, I promise it was, it was not, it was, um, you know, how it bringing together professional women, um, to play big and do all the things that we maybe did or didn't do at summer camp. So there's crafting and there was rafting and rock climbing and, um, nice. yoga and running. And, um, it was definitely a structured day. Um, you know, with just like a camp would be, but sort of the adult version of it. And um, the food was great. Um, we slept in bunks and they were late night dance parties. And, you know, we did the amazing race as adults. So it was this really nice blend of let's be kids again in a really adult kind of way. <laughs> so fun. And you still have friends uh, from that time today? Very, very tight friends. Yeah. 
It's but amazing. I'm- People that I've met, I've done it now for three or four years and you only spend, you know, 72 hours with them or maybe a little bit more sometimes. Um, and they're just friends for life because once you've had that kind of fun and that, those connection points, because you just see where people are at, um, it's unbreakable. Mm, I think we don't do that as adults, do we? We don't play enough. We don't really connect in those ways anymore. Yeah. It's really rare. That's so great that you still do it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing was the first year that I went, there was mandatory quiet hour. <laughs> I was like, okay, I am not going to like this. There's no phones. There's no reading. It's just sort of like sit with yourself. And I was like this in a journal or, you know, if you wanted to meditate or whatever. And I was like, this is not my thing. Um, it came to be my favorite part and everyone's favorite part. And it sounds so crazy, but again, just taking that hour um, just to sit with yourself um, and think about like where you're heading and what you're doing. Um, so valuable. Really yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember I went to the summer camp every year when I was a kid and we had quiet hour. Oh, okay. So, you know, it, but it was intense. I mean, I was like, you know, like going out of my mind, but you know, eventually you just go to sleep or you write or I don't know, play with a bug. So what are you up to now? Like, what does your life consist of? Yeah. Um, so I, I am like you introduced me, you know, I'm a fractional COO and business strategist. Um, I, came out of those wonderful camp experiences with all of these great A-list clients, but found myself really in this insecure place of, oh my gosh, like when I figured out who these people were, how am I going to prove myself? How am I going to show up enough? And so I spiraled into this real hustle um, culture and and um, probably did that for five or seven years. And now I'm really aligned with, I know the kinds of clients that I want to work with. I know how I want to spend my time. You know, there's a difference between the government saying you work for yourself and you actually working for yourself. Um, and that's what I'm really happy about now is I truly work for myself. Um, and I'm working with other, um, female entrepreneurs to make sure that when they have these great ideas, um, and they want to go out and make the impact that they, they can, and that they, um, desire that they're not, um, actually entwining themselves in sort of this whole other monster, um, that is not freeing them up in the way that they anticipated. Mm, That's so powerful. So it is possible. It is possible to have it without killing yourself. That sounds like one of the sweet spots of your work, actually. It is. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Interesting that I would ask that question. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Wow. So interesting. And so, um, how you spend your time now, you are able to be more present with your family. I'm assuming you're breaking that habit of the hustle necessity and so on and so forth. Yeah. But it's also, um, I, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't working any less. The reality is, is I've actually been able to push myself, um, and do some new things professionally, which is what lights me up that I wouldn't have otherwise had the headspace for, or, um, even the glimmer of confidence to say, let's give this thing a try. If I, I would have missed those opportunities. And so all around, I feel like there's a clarity for me to just um, explore and talk to people that I hadn't talked to before and get involved with clients that maybe I wouldn't have um, considered working with before. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really having, when I show up and have fun in my business, um, people often comment on the energy that I bring and the momentum 
and that feels good all the way around. Oh, I love that. And right, people feel it, you know, people, it doesn't matter really what we say. People feel the energy behind the words or the video or whatever it is you're putting out there. It's, exactly. It's undeniable, really. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a mom, you are um, busy in your businesses. I think there's probably more than one, but I could be wrong. Um, and you um, are a wife. How do you maintain the balance, so to say, or like, how do you, you know, do you have any like tick tips or I don't want to say tricks, but like, you know, tools that you're using to, to kind of ensure that you're not going to like slide back into that hustle mode. Um, yeah, I actually, um, am very deliberate about staying off of social media, um, about reading too many blog posts. You know, it's very easy as an entrepreneur to read about like, oh, you should be working four days, right. Or, you know, make sure you're not working nights or weekends or any of those things. And actually that's not authentic to my lifestyle and the way that I want to spend my time. It's really important to me, um, to be able to take my son after school and just go get a grilled cheese sandwich down the street. Or, um, I work every Friday night and people are like, oh my gosh, it's the weekend. Why are you doing that? Because my boys are on the, you know, they play ice hockey. Um, and so I'm at the rink and I'm watching them skate and it's quiet time for me away from my clients. Right. And so I think that's been for me to be mindful of my habits, but also be really fluid and deliberate in, in terms of how I'm using my time. Mm, that's really beautiful. Right. Deliberate about how you're using your time. I think that's probably the common thread of almost a hundred women that I've interviewed. Mm -hmm. Deliberate about how you're using your time. So folks, for those of you who are listening right now, I just want to like repeat that so that you can be intentional about it because it's always those little power leaks, you know, that I call them at least that, you know, as we're not being deliberate about how we're spending our time, that doesn't mean you need to be a control freak about your time or be, you know, militant about it either. Cause there is a flow that hum that you were referring to. Mm -hmm. So it's like finding that, that sweet spot. It's ironic because the hum is actually the sound that tonifies the nervous system through the vagus nerve. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, I'm not surprised that she, she used that, but it, that's really, <laughs> that was really, yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I love what you said about not listening to like what everyone else is saying, limiting your time on that. It was funny because today a really strong theme came through for me. And it was like, if, if I don't know myself, my body and like what is right for me. And I know this so much better now in my forties, late forties than I ever have in my life. But I'm always going to be listening to somebody else, the doctor, the nurse, the neighbor, the friend, um, to help really define, you know, how I spend my time and how I live my life if I don't know myself. And I think that self-actualization and self-realization is by far become and is the most important thing to me. Um, and it sounds like, you know, you you also are clear. This is how I'm going to use my time. I don't need to to read all these blog posts. I, I have that wisdom. Yes, but it it to be to go back to your earlier point is, is all of the hustle um, necessary? It, it wasn't enough for me to hear that from other people. I had to experience it and then go, oh yeah, they were right. Um, and hopefully people are a lot smarter and more efficient about it than I was. Um, <laughs> but I really value all those little lessons that, um, you know, that I gathered up along the way. And now I'm really clear on what my boundaries are and what my values are and how I, conduct myself per personally and professional mm -hmm. professionally um because of all of that that grit yeah and I mean our kids teach us that too I don't know if yours did but my, or would do my mine definitely have like I've had to be really 
I had to find boundaries. I'm not a very, not very good at boundaries. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. My daughter's really taught me how to be good at boundaries. You know, like, <laughs> no, this is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have boys, so I think it's a little different, but yeah. 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 She's taught me a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A lot. Oh. And so when you're feeling really tired, you know, those days when you're just like not thinking straight and, and you struggle to be present, like what's your go-to? Um, yeah, I, um, I really just try to be present and figure out what is productivity for me is, is very important. Um, whatever. And that doesn't mean actual productivity. My husband says like, I just like to move things around the house sometimes. So productivity is a relative term, um, <laughs> but thinking about like when I'm tired, what does that productivity mean to, to me? And earlier today, I had a really long client call and I was tired. <sighs> and so productivity was not answering the 10 emails that I was supposed to answer. I was actually folding towels because it was a beautiful day outside. And I took my clean towels and sat outside on my porch and I folded them. And so that's a silly thing to do. But in my mind, it was productive because then the towels didn't have to get folded tomorrow, which they could have been folded tomorrow. It's no big deal. Um, So it's just really listening. Like, what do I feel like I can do well right now in whatever way that means? And if that just means taking a break for lunch, or if that means like, I'm ready to take on this research project because I can, or whatever that is, um, I just try to really listen. Um, because at the end of the day, again, as someone who just loves productivity and doing and, and task lists and all of that sort of stuff, um, showing up and doing those things in the best possible way, based on where my energy level is at has, has proven, um, a really good thing for me. I really appreciate that answer. It's really honest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I really relate to it. Cause I'm, I'm one of those people too. Like I actually can't start cooking until the kitchen is, you know, clean. It doesn't have to be sparkling and polished, but like, I actually can't start if the sink is full. Right. No, um, <laughs> I, I can't really relax fully um, in the evening with my life partner. And if I can't like, if this laundry is not folded and put away, folded. Right maybe not put away but you know like I have I think we all have these things um yeah and I know and that's so funny it's so interesting and it's so true yeah uh and it's funny because that um masculine energy apparently likes to be still they like they love to just watch tv and have that like nothingness and the feminine energy loves to move and be in you know be in movement like that's actually our our mode and all this like meditation, which I did for 22 years, sitting still for 90 to 120 minutes a day, um, is very masculine. Come to find out cultivates masculine energy. I had no idea. Yes. Uh, About six years ago, I changed it up a little bit. I still sit, um, and do different yoga asanas with meditation, but it's, uh, it's definitely changed. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Any words of wisdom for our listeners as we uh, wrap this, uh, this interview up, Danielle? Yeah. Um, so I, so I'm five, two, I know you can't tell cause we're sitting. Um, so I'm not very tall at all. Um, and I once got a fortune cookie that reminded me, um, that great Oaks grow from tiny acorns. And when I think about kind of where I'm at in my life and some of my personal struggles or how I've gotten where I am professionally, it's all about like, one acorn at a time, one drip of water at a time. And eventually if I just keep going, 
um, and I'm passionate about it and I cultivate it, it will get there. So I think that's, you know, going back to what I was saying of, about, you know, productivity for me or what people are doing, like, it's not about this thing is too big for me to take on. It's not about, I can't do that because it's about what small thing can I do today that is going to get that great oak tree to grow. Mm. Again, very intentional. Yeah. yeah. And belief. I think sometimes as women, when we get tired and burnt out, we get, we start to lose our, our belief, you know, is this possible? Can I even do this? Do I have what it takes? Yeah. So I love that reminder, give ourselves permission. Um, yeah. To just do that next best thing, the next right thing, the next thing that's going to help grow that Oak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you so much. And for people who'd like to learn more about you and your work, where would you like them to go? Uh, sure. So my website is daniellecleavy.com and you can find me on Instagram at danielle underscore C underscore Levy. And we will have that in the show notes. But for those of you who are just listening today, because you're driving or cooking or doing something else, now you know where to find her. And we're just so delighted that you were here to share your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.